Hey you guys, um, I'm very excited to really get consistent again with the podcast, especially since I'm not, I'm, I'm trying to make more content on other platforms rather than just YouTube, especially since I've been taking a break from YouTube, but I'm very eager to welcome the podcast back. So um, welcome to There's Always a Ladder. I am your host, Trinity. Um, if you don't know, There's Always a Ladder. The title of it basically, um, if I, I told myself if I ever wrote another poetry book, that would be the title, There's Always a Ladder, because I feel in whatever tough situation that there ever is in life, there's always a ladder for you to climb yourself out of once you hit rock bottom. So that's what this is. We just talk about life, the universe, love, everything else in between all of those things. And today I'm here with Sunset Trey. Oh my god! Yay! Oh, Extra! Take your shirt off. <laughs> Big dick energy. Oh! Dig down kale salad. Nah. Dig down kale salad. The infamous. It's Sunset Trey. I'm here. I, this is actually good that I'm here because I, I'm actually a fan of the podcast. Because I've listened to all of your episodes before. So it's like. I'm, I'm honored to be before here. Before you knew me? Yeah, before I knew you. <laughs> and then, crazy. yeah, and then I remember, I, and then after I met you, I had listened to this episode you did with AB and Lotus, and and then y'all shouted me out, you shouted me out in that episode. It was like, y'all were talking about men with feminine energy or something like that. And oh. I, was like, this is, I was like, this is dope. Now, now <laughs> I'm actually funny. on here. I love that. I love that. Um, yeah, so today we, we really just going to do what we do, go with the flow, feel guided in whatever way we feel guided mm -hmm. today we were going to talk about something different but we decided at the last minute that the topic will be like things that we've been learning recently i feel like this will kind of give you guys some good insights some good q a's on what has been going on in my life as well as trey's life mm -hmm. um especially since i have taken a break from youtube um so yeah how do you you want to just you want to go first i'll let you go first since you're my guest well, what angle are we are we going to tackle this subject? Anything, Anything, anyway, any angle. Okay. Well, let me just start with how I feel. Okay. Today I feel very balanced. I woke up with a clear mind. I didn't have many thoughts, and it was just it was just a very very clairvoyant, conscious. When I woke this morning, felt great felt balanced. I meditated for about 20 minutes, just sat there, cleared my mind, um, did some yoga, which is like the thing that gives me superpowers, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everybody's heard it before. I'm just, <laughs> I'm a full on yogi. Like that's my thing. Um, so I've been feeling, feeling well today and I just came here and decided to share this energy with everyone because I feel just, I feel drowned and intoxicated self-love I've been really taking care of myself I've been clearing the stress and the pressures that come with just living in society you know the things that like society tells you to do or like that tries to pressure you to do and yeah. especially like in adulthood if you will you know I've just been handling this shit with grace being very resilient you know just moving at my own pace living on my own terms and being very sovereign in my own thinking in my own ways of just being and it feels really good like it feels really really good i've been reaping the benefits of just being in the flow being in surrender because that's those are the natural laws in which the universe works mm -hmm. and when you when you are in resonance 
with that vibration, it's like all the good things in this universe just flow to you naturally. So um, I feel great. I've been reading to speak on the things that I've been learning. Okay. I've been reading The Power of Now. Okay. My friend Naya gave me, well, she let me read the book. <sighs> what a powerful book. I, I'm sure a lot of you know what The Power of Now is. Uh, a lot, of, maybe Most people do. It's a very popular spiritual book um, from Eckhart Tolle. I mean, you've heard of it, right? Mm, of, of course, you, of course. Yeah. I've never read it. Okay. But, mm -hmm. it's just, it just pretty much explains to you very simply how to, how to step outside of your mind. Because that is the root of all human suffering. It's not anywhere else in the body. It's in the mind, where the polarity is. Wow, this, this has been a very powerful book. I've been waking up and reading it in the morning, mm, going outside. That's a way to do it. Yeah. We're in spring now, so, you know, the mornings have been very beautiful. Birds mm -hmm. have been chirping. Pollen's, Pollen's been kicking been my ass. Everywhere. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> right. Fucking. I feel like pollen is like bukake. Like right now. What's bukake? <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm I'm very sorry. Like, I apologize. <laughs> like, to, to have to do this to you right now, bro. Like, oh it's the, my it's God. It's the disappointed face. Yeah. I, 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 I don't think you really. Like, this is never, I could never, ever see you interested in something like this. <laughs> yeah, it's it's when, yeah. Mm. Oh, okay. But, but that's, it, that's a perfect representation. That's not, okay. Of okay. the pollen. I mean, is that like a specific way of that happening? Like, or is that just <laughs> a facial in general? Or is it like multiple, is it more context behind that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's great nah. all this pollen. All this, all this plant sperm. <laughs> like. Yeah. Man, it's been it's been beautiful. Uh I've just hit a stride in in my spiritual growth and evolution. Mm -hmm. I've been feeling really, really good about myself and I've been feeling a lot of synchronicities working in my favor. Mm. Just feel very guided, feel very protected. Um referring back to the the power of now. If you haven't read the book, you should definitely try to read it. Uh it's it just it just teaches you about the importance of presence. Yeah. And Putting that first, never sacrificing your presence for anything, it is the most important aspect. Because if you're not here in the present, then you're not even, I mean, it's really like you're not anything at all. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just, if that makes sense, you're just not, it's dismissing the point of, of living, you yeah. know, to not be present. Like, yeah. You know? So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I feel that. Um, mm -hmm. Life has been very different. I've been embracing change, you know, learning how to embrace change because, oh, that's how I've been feeling. I've been writing a lot of like blog posts. I really enjoy the blog that I created. It's on my website, Alchemy of Creation. And the blog is called Everything is Upside Down. And I, uh, I love that title wholeheartedly. Because what, what made you say um, I wrote that a while ago because um, the way I write poetry is just should just be coming to me sometimes. Yeah. And um, I would say that there's no reason behind it. It, it just sounded it's cool. Just... But there, it also was probably me being in a moment of like, shit is fucked up. Yeah. Like, shit is yeah. irritating, yeah. you know? Um, yeah. Because I've always believed in duality. Always believed as above, so below. Mm -hmm. You know. Mm -hmm. So I think that it's just another embodiment of that. And especially, yeah, it's a lot that goes into it. Um, I wrote a blog post, but it's called "The Evolution of Willow," and I was basically talking about. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> you said what? I need to read this. Basically, it's talking about the evolution of Willow Smith. 
I've been, of course, uh, watching her and her brother since they were kids. But I didn't realize how influential <laughs> they really were in, in making me feel so secure within myself at various stages of my life. And I basically talk about Willow in the past two years, she dropped Rise, the Rise EP with Jonavie Harrison. Mm -hmm. She dropped uh, Willow. I think that came out over two years ago, but still she dropped the self-titled album. She dropped um, Lately I Feel Everything in Transparent Soul, which marked a whole different era. And now recently she dropped Purge with Sick Brain, that single. And it's like I haven't heard it yet, but you. It's the uh, it's like rock. That shit's hella rock. It's heavy, hella heavy metal. The, uh, lately, I feel everything is very alternative. Rise is a complete. It's alternative, Crazy. but on a completely different side of the spectrum. It's like a devotional we can, album. Oh God! And then we can talk about Willow. That's alternative, but it's more alternative like in a easier to accept socially way. Yeah. Then there's Artipithecus. If we want to go super far back, what I was basically getting at was. Through her embracing, well, you know, just from being someone that's not a part of her life and just looking at this from the outside in, but from her allowing herself to experience that change. And yeah, I have millions of people looking at me, but oh, well, I don't want to make another Rise EP. I want to I want to do heavy metal shit. I want to do something different. I might want to get into gospel. Who fucking knows, you know? And um, it was through that that inspired me so much because... I have been having a hard time digesting the fact that, like, I wasn't going to go back and live at my old apartment and have those same experiences again because I had been holding on to it for so long. I felt like that was a very prominent time in my life where I fucking hit 10k subscribers and turn around six months later hit 100k subscribers i i was uh being sponsored by so many different brands and companies so many people worked with me everywhere i went i was getting recognized and like you know those things still happen it was just i think it was just the excitement of it being something very new that i missed and i had a different kind of like willpower like i didn't feel as though i had as many responsibilities as i do now with um, this apartment and with my car so I was just buying tickets dipping not worrying about shit just going doing shrooms experiencing meeting people things like that and um, it's just been a newfound embracing of change and the biggest the biggest um, the biggest shift for me fairly recently has been me stepping back from my YouTube channel because it was taking a lot out of me and I felt like I had to keep making content to be relevant yeah. when I didn't resonate with the content that I was making. I was like, okay, well, people have assumed me to be this girl who gives hella helpful advice. Who am I if I am not doing yeah, that? Yeah, giving people advice and yeah. helping them. And, and, and then when my number, when I wasn't satisfied with my numbers, there's nothing wrong with my numbers, but I wasn't personally satisfied with them. Yeah. I was trying to recreate content that had blew me up in the past. Yes. And yes. so it's like yes. me trying to bring this old energy rather than just embracing the fact that shit is going to change yeah. and that it's going to, for one, be okay, but to also produce a much better outcome than what, you know, what I think that it will. Especially if it's like, if it's... If you really enjoy it, you know, mm -hmm. it's like the outcome will come. Yeah. In the way that it, in you know what I mean? Yeah. In, its, in its own, in its own way, in its own unfolding. But more than anything, it's like your energy is right because you, you enjoy what you're creating mm -hmm. first and foremost. So mm -hmm. it's like, if you just stick to that and you feel right about mm -hmm. what you're creating, 
then it's going to feel good. You yeah. know what I mean? Have you been wanting to pursue a career as a content creator while expanding your spiritual well-being and ridding yourself of limiting beliefs and negative thought patterns? Listen, as someone who's been a content creator for eight years, I've been through many different transitions since I first picked up a camera at age 13. And because of this, I've made it a lot more easier for you to learn from my mistakes. I did this by creating my new website, alchemyofcreation.org. Here is where I've created five weeks worth of informational modules, presentations, exercises, and shadow work questions to help you transform your mindset in order to grow your audience, grow your social media presence, and become your own boss within a year. If this interests you, please go to alchemyofcreation.org or click the link in the description to learn more about all the services we have to offer. From solo work, group coaching with other like-minded individuals, or one-on-one learning with me there's truly something there that is for everyone now let's get back into the episode it's funny because i i started take i took a step back from youtube not intentionally but only because i was doing so much work towards my master course it was like i literally didn't have time or energy to film a video yeah. or, or plan even plan one out at that and when I I was just so fucking excited for my master course that that was just it like you know that was all my focus was on for a minute and you know when I took a step back from YouTube I actually took it when Vu was spending the night because we have been talking about all all of the transitions that have just been going on in both of our lives and it was just a very immense it just emits understanding for both of us and I was just like you know it's I think that I'm supposed to tep- take a step back to, to really evaluate what, what how is it that I want to show up yeah. like I'm aware that yes for the rest of my life I will constantly change and that was another thing I also was mad about the fact that we are never we were never given the grace we needed to say that we are going to change you know and I think that being an influencer made me get caught up in that illusion as well you know like I you know, I used to think that I didn't like men. And so I would, you know, you would stick to I, that would narrative. Say, I would say that when mm-hmm. I was, you know, younger and I didn't fucking like men because I didn't like men at that time. Yeah. But now that I date men, people have said something or quote, tried to call me out, yeah. you know, and it's like yeah. I For was contradicting. Or yeah. Something like and that, it's but... like, nigga, I still like girls. The fuck? But it's like, I still like some pussy. Oh, God. Like, no problem. Oh, God. And it's like, but it's like. I am just a different person, you know. Yeah, and I—that's I, the beautiful thing that uh, that you that you accept it and you don't resist it, you know. Or nor do you feel like, oh, this is the perception of me, so let me stick to this perception because it works, or because I don't want to seem like I'm being hypocritical or contradictory. Yeah, like no, nah, we are nah, contradictions. Like, though. Yeah, we are. I mean, it's like you wake up. You thought one thing yesterday, and now you feel you don't. completely <laughs> fucking, different. <laughs> fucking different. And uh, and that's okay. Like that's okay, even in regards to people. If you like, say, like for example, you know, if you tell someone that you want to do that, you're going to do something, right? Uh, and then you wake up tomorrow, and then you're like, I don't want to do that thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's okay to just be, to let them know, like, hey, I don't, I don't, I'm not what I where I was mentally yesterday. I don't feel like that's what I want to do now. I'm a different person. Yeah. Um, there's some science behind like our cells and shit like how <laughs> we're mm-hmm. they say over time i don't know how many years it is but like all your cells 
Oh yeah, regenerate. Regenerate. Yeah. Like seven years. Yeah. Like seven years, yeah. and then you're a whole. You're like not even the same person. Yeah. Technically, um, so you yeah. know, like that that goes along just with what you're saying. It's like, you know, changes changes inevitable. That's yeah. not to be honest. Change is the only constant. Oh. So. Oh, yeah. that's gonna be the name of the the podcast. Change is the only change constant. Change is the only constant. Yeah. I like that though. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the next tattoo. Thank you. Or for the next your... the next quote to print on a shirt. Oh god! Right? Oh god! <laughs> Hell no! I put a, I put on a sticky note on your mirror. Oh god! Oh god! Yeah, change is the only constant. I love that. Yeah, I love that. It embodies it because they always acted like okay, there's elementary school you know you don't really know who you are but when, when we ask you what do you want to be when you grow up and you say princess or firefighter we'll laugh it's cute yeah then there's fucking middle school and niggas expect you to be more serious about it or at least take school seriously yes 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 and then there's high school you know it's like now we have to know what what the fuck we want to do and if not what we want to do at least know what college you want to go to yeah you know and then once you get in college is what do you want to do for the rest of your life what box can i put you in for the rest of your life and, that, and that's why i feel like it's such a an important thing for me to be an artist and be creative mm. because i can't like imagine me wanting to be a doctor and it's like i just have to be a doctor for the rest of my life like i can't change you can't yeah. Can, I mean, you can. You can go back to school it's or whatever. But harder to it's, 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 Yeah. Especially in a familial setting. Because you, you can imagine how how much your family will be in your fucking business if you go to school and become a doctor. Mm-hmm. Like, that's going to be... They're going to be proud as fuck about that shit. Like, I can just imagine from my standing, like, everyone's going to be... Oh, what are you doing in your life as a doctor? Like that's so. Even though fuck y'all, doctors kill people. Like niggas, like <laughs> the fuck. Like, that's a different conversation. <laughs> yeah, that's a different conversation. But uh, but still, like you know, and it's just like I just feel like it's always a box to be put in because it's like, what if I go to school to be a doctor, but then I become a plastic surgeon? Surgeon. Mm-hmm. I do BBLs and breast breast enhancements. Like, yeah. is that not worthy of the same respect as being a pediatrician? Yeah. it's just always a matter of what box can i put you in bro that's why it's like when i was trying to it's funny because i wrote uh there's an excerpt of my the the blog post that i had from the evolution of willow and i said um i lived my life being put in a box and constantly desired freedom i moved out got the freedom that I deserved or that I desired and then put myself in another box. How'd you do that? I wasn't allowing myself the ability to change and I was not welcoming change. Change seemed like an enemy to me. And then it's interesting because like with change and me and embracing that has come an increase in everything, an increase in happiness, an increase in rest, an increase in money, an increase in just the things that I truly value, an increase in friendship, all that shit. I received all of these good things once I started to change, but it took me forever to get out of the mindset of, if I just keep doing the same shit, yeah. it'll work out. It'll work out. You know? Yeah. It'll work out. Yeah. That's a very prominent lesson, but we've got a we've got a newcomer here. AB is here. AB's here. Because this is a podcast, so you're going to have to say that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's, What's this up? is for my channel. This is for the podcast. Oh. But what's up? It's a B, a being, if you will. And I love that. <laughs> I love that so much. But change, yes, I've been. Who I've been really thinking about change a lot and how 
change is like truly difficult but i guess it's just uncomfortable, it's uncomfortable which is the hardest lesson there's no such thing as being comfortable and changing mm. like you're just always going to be stagnant so that was a lesson i had to learn and realize that all these growing pains like you could look at it as like oh my god life is hard and difficult which i guess is true to a certain degree or you could just look at it as growing pains like i look back at puberty that shit hit me like a brick my nigga that shit was not fun but i look back on it like all right at least i'm taller and you know wait what ha- what happened during puberty for for you uh i was just just so many emotions. Emotions, yes. Like, like, <laughs> like, I have feelings. Like, it's like an episode of Big Mouth. No, have you oh seen God. Big Mouth since you left here? Uh, no, no. We're going to watch that shit. All right, bet. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, like, emotionally, I was just so fucked. Like, I was angry. I was sad. I was, like... I was just, I felt was probably angsty a little bit. Oh, God. And then yeah. just, and bring on top of the fact, mm. I was sexually frustrated, but confused at the same uh, time. You don't you, know what you want, but you want it. Oh, <laughs> literally. And, and then you wake up and you don't want it. And like, you, you don't know. You, you don't, know. don't know. What the fuck? So it's so confusing. <clears throat> like, it's just like, I felt like in my mind, body, and spirit just during that time period, just like, it literally just felt like, when shoestrings or like your headphones just fucking like intertwine and you're just trying mm. to fucking just separate it mm. it's taking too damn long to separate and now and the bus ride is over oh god oh god <laughs> your mom is still yelling at you and it's about time to go in the house and you can't put your fucking headphones on <laughs> oh god oh god but now i'm at the period when now i'm coming to realize that those are just growing pains and it's not it's nothing to fear or to worry about and to embrace it so you can like change your mindset of what it is yes so yes yes Mm, change you know what's funny you know something i was really afraid to change my hair before i got locks Mm. it was i had this nappy ass carpet fro Why do you say it like that? <laughs> it's the fact that your driver's license picture just immediately popped up in my <laughs> My hair looked like taco meat. And I just... <laughs> I just... And, I, and every girl in my life was like... She was like, Trey, let me, let me, let me do something to your hair. Let me twist your hair. Let me like, let me like, let me put some moisturizer in it. Like, oh, no, no, Trey. Can I give you some water, like Trey. in your hair, like please? Like, any, they were just trying. I was like, no, you don't understand. My hair It doesn't grow. Don't touch it. Leave it alone. <laughs> and everybody was like, nigga, oh, no. you need, you need to do something about this. Like, oh my god. And I just did not take them serious. But then one day, I just like. I was like, why not? Nyla, my friend Nyla was like, bro, let me just twist your hair. Let, let me just twist it. If you don't like it, you can take it out immediately. Just try it. And then she twisted my hair, and then it looked it looked terrible. But, it, but, 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 I will say, it was new. It was, it was a change. It was a difference. So I was like, maybe I should embrace this, you know? And then it was a protective style, so... It was like it was helpful because I had this habit of just like always mm. going in my hair and like kind of just pulling my hair out because mm. it like felt good. It was like a nervous type of trichotillomania. Uh, 
Is that what do they have? They that's have a word a, for that's it, right? The word for it, yeah. It was an anxiety type of thing, like yeah. yeah so, uh, so yeah, she put it in a protective style, and then, and then I embraced it, and you know, now I'm, now I'm where I'm at. So, that yeah. that just shows you, you know, like don't resist change. Yeah. Be okay. Yeah. With, with accepting something. Hmm. Yeah. What else have y'all? Yeah. Have y'all been learning? It okay, is. so I've been, I've been reading a lot, like <clears throat> a lot of reading. An excessive amount of reading. <laughs> um, and I've been learning a lot of new things. But um, this book in particular, this one is about this psychiatrist. And he basically gets a patient in the 80s. And <laughs> he has this patient in the 80s. And after 18 months of traditional therapy nothing was working for her severe like anxiety problems like uh just this she, nightmares night terrors she would have just nothing was working he convinces her to let him do to he convinces her to let her him do a hypnotherapy session on her and she ends up regressing into a past life so from there she immediately starts to get better and they're going doing these past life sessions for, I don't know how many months this went on, but this book is recounting her past lives and the in-between state. So after she experienced this uh, a life in this era, she, she a lot of her fears in this current life were related to her past life. So there was one where she <coughs> died in a like a there was like a tsunami or something like that where a lot of water came and washed out her entire village and she just she died drowning with her newborn baby like on her chest and um just a whole bunch of different different types of crazy just craziness anyway um but there after she dies in her in her lives she floats out of her body, her soul, she can look down and like how you kind of we, we kind of expect to what happened when we die, like how they show it on TV, and she basically like is in this waiting period where we're not really sure how it looks. It might be like all black or whatever, but she's just like in this waiting period. There's a light, and she goes to the light, and once she goes to the light, she's reborn into a new body. But hmm. while she's in this waiting room, hmm. there are these things like they're called the masters. Uh-huh. And basically, she speak. They speak through her to the psychiatrist, and that is the excerpt that I showed on yes, my story the other yes, day yes, yes. of who is talking. <clears throat> yes. And basically, he they are telling what our life purpose is, like why we are here on this earth, the things that we are and are not to do, uh-huh. and what it all means. And you grab some. And, and does that generally apply to? Is that something we can all take away from? Yes. Like with their general. That's 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 dope. And that's the thing is, I was always there's been so many like, oh, when you die, you go to heaven. But like, heaven never seemed interesting to me. Like, I'm gonna just be honest. I know that might sound crazy as fuck. I feel you. It the, sounded like a fairy. It just sounded like but, a fairy. But tale if, if you really think about it, the idea of living in a paradise for all of eternity, uh-huh. like if you could just get whatever you want whenever you mm-hmm. want it, like that. That's what makes it not good. <clears throat> There's yeah. nothing to work towards. There's nothing to, there's nothing to desire. Like it's already there. There's nothing to achieve. You've already nothing achieved to it. Yes. You know. And then yeah. my thing was, I mean, if you were also talking about this, it was like, if 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 all sins are created equal, the average person lies four times a day. 
but murder is often as well so if i were to do a heinous crime like murder or assault and i passed away wouldn't it just be forgiven and i would be let into heaven so what what is the where are the rules for life <laughs> yeah that's a good question i mean i i honestly would not fucking know because i didn't know that they were all created i didn't yes. know all sins were equal yes also, they uh, yeah i didn't that. know that was like a christian belief yeah, yeah that's why it's wild as fuck when christians be on gay niggas for being gay but it's like nigga you eat pork or like nigga right. you You're right you right. wear two different fabrics at once like oh god <laughs> what the fuck like, <laughs> niggas be lying yeah, it's nah, it be niggas time. who be cheating and doing all types of crazy shit but be like oh you gay oh god like you nigga, nigga you going to hell like nigga who is nigga, you talking about you going to hell nigga oh, the fuck <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> that shit is funny. It's funny. <laughs> and that's that's such a uh <laughs> like but look at it. What were you saying? Nah, that's just funny as fuck. Like yeah. I had a thought about like them trying to scare us with hell. Like like just the fear yeah. tactic in general. It made me laugh just like how how like controlling that, that is for some people and like yeah. that determines the things. And I that think that's why yeah. like like this world is ruled with fear because mm-hmm. yeah. it's like death in itself so many people are scared of dying because yeah bro religion is such a gray area that even christians don't fully understand that shit so yeah. it's like they really thinking every day damn man, am i going to heaven am i going, am to, I hell? going to hell yeah like I that's on your, that's crazy <laughs> like that's on your conscience in yeah, every yeah, like yeah. in every moment every even day. like if you're at walmart and you ain't got no money and you know you need to take this shit like you need that you need to take that that canned food or whatever you need but you're like oh shit heaven or hell <laughs> And it's so funny because I remember when I when I first moved into my last apartment, I was talking to this girl. She was raised in a strictly Christian household, like wild, wild as fuck Christian household, um, like you know, just very stern yeah. in their beliefs. And I remember one night we were just on the phone, and I was just like, I don't like we were talking about it because I, you know, my projector ass, I be picking people's brains, and I was just like, I don't really understand why hell is so like feared i mean i would imagine like if if i get stabbed in the stomach every day for the rest of my life like i mean eventually i yeah (laughs) i mean like if If i'm burning forever eventually i I become immune yeah like it's 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 the the same shit like it's not that it don't sound that evil to me and she freaked out and and then i turned around and i was like i am god and she was like what i rebuke you (laughs) No, she knows all love. When that happened, she was just so thrown aback. You it's know what? The happened? fact that you just took it a step further, like it was already shocking to her. Then you turn around. I am God. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no! This shit is funny. Hell no. Nah. What are you about to say? No, I mean, yeah, and you know what's funny though? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, a year later, she Facetimed me. She's spiritual as fuck now. I see. But um, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Well, well, I wanted to say like it's crazy how much of a common sense conversation we're having about something that really, really controls people's yeah. perception. Um, like you just that that point about hell was like a great point, like. If I'm burning forever, eventually, am I really burning forever? Like, I, you you become immune to it, yeah. like all things. So it's like there's just it just logically doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. But um, 
Go ahead, share me And then last, last thing is just, I uh-huh. basically, this was all built up to, to give you excerpts from this book. Okay. Because, like, <laughs> i just been on a kick with reading this. So, basically, oh, this is what the girl is saying. I have been to many different planes at many different times. Each one is a level of higher consciousness. What plane we go to depends on how far we progressed. I asked her what lessons she had to learn in order to progress. And she says that we must share our knowledge with other people, that we all have abilities far beyond what we use. Some of us find this out sooner than others, that you should check your vices before you come to this point. If you do not, you carry them over with you into the next lifetime. Only we can rid ourselves of the bad habits that we accumulate when we are in a physical state. If you choose to fight and not rid yourself, then you will carry them into another lifetime. Only when you decide that you are strong enough to master the external problems, then you will no longer have them in your next life. Yes. So basically, like, to break it down, like, you know, check your vices. And it's so interesting. Like, it just, like forgive learn love mm-hmm. grow heal are those the vices you feel like can you use oh, can you um vices i think what, i don't know what vices, vices means but it says that you should check your vices before you come to this point i guess as in like when i read it in that sense it sounded like a bad thing like check check your your isms check yourself like yes, you know yes, before yes. you before you fucking die like yes, yes. so that you don't bring any trauma into mm-hmm. your next lifetime and then the look around like again and then yeah. like the fact that they were like you know share knowledge yeah you think that's important and it's very interesting because i was just telling vu that i feel like our purpose is to serve ourselves and yeah. I understand what they mean by share knowledge, uh-huh. but that can be a great area because then we got Christianity. Yes, we've and got, you got them doing missionary. We've got Jehovah Witnesses. Jobs and shit. Yes, you know, think, yes. we've got missionaries who are going over yes. and giving diseases to oh. I think that's foreign a, yeah. countries. I think that's a different type of knowledge because that's that not shit, knowledge. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying because it's riddled with like, money. Not only that, but just a lot of storytelling. Like mm-hmm. knowledge is not fictitious. story. Yeah, yeah, it's not fictitious. It's not. It's, it's fact. Yeah. Like I think knowledge is <clears throat> when like ancient Africans passed down like certain mm-hmm. traditions yeah. and like positions and like mantras, mm-hmm. mantras and madras, mm-hmm. mudras, mudras. Yeah, all of them. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? That's like specific knowledge that helps that can teach them mathematics, all that kind of shit. So, I think spreading knowledge, like, it don't even have to be, like, purposeful. Like, for example, your content. That shit is educational. Even the videos that are not actually you sitting down telling niggas, like, this is how I did this and this is how I did that. Like, even just your vlogs can teach people, like, oh, this lifestyle is possible. Mm -hmm. That's, like, you're giving them knowledge. You're giving them access to your life and how Mm. you even made it in the first place. Yes, Mm. yes, yes. Which, I mean, and and that's very true. And I feel like, I mean, obviously, like, Christians, whoever, Hindus, Muslims, they all have the right to share their knowledge, if you will. But this is this is, <laughs> this is this is the thing. I wait. I remember one time I was in Costa Rica. The first time I went to Costa Rica, 
there was this missionary out there. I don't know how the fuck he got there. Like, nigga, oh, I'm in the God, middle of the mountains. Like, nigga, what are you doing here with a USA flag on your shirt trying to, like, convert the the, the locals who are living peacefully? Like, oh, yeah, he, that, that nigga there so try, nasty, with the Bible. Bro, bro uh, and I'm a nice-ass nigga. So this nigga walk up, right? I'm just sitting outside meditating. He was like, hey, how are you, you doing? You know, meditation like, is of the devil. <laughs> oh, hell no. Nah. I was like... <laughs> Get the fuck off it. <laughs> nah. But now this nigga walked up and was like, Are you saved, sir? Saved. I was like, saved. Oh I was my like, God. That is such a propaganda way man, to say that shit. Right, bro. right, right, right. And so, you know, he got into a conversation about whatever he was here for. I'm Go sorry. ahead. Go. Just, a small D roll with the saved shit. Because that shit be blowing me the most. How, how, how is being saved even possible if our God is good? If, if the God is good, you got to fucking give your life to Jesus Christ or else you're going to hell. A baby cannot give his life to Jesus Christ. Like, I don't give a fuck if you dunk that baby in any type of holy water. Yes, yes. The baby don't know what the fuck is going on. So how is the baby giving his life to a lord that's number one <laughs> number two so you telling me if said baby does not fucking doesn't give his life away to the lord and then something happens oh that's not my scene the, the fuck bro. is that that's crazy bro yeah like no, 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 and, okay no. even, okay because maybe that's a little bit extreme so <laughs> what, what about what about my niggas overseas who just happen to grow up in another country yes. where their main yeah. language i mean main religion is fucking something it else could be hinduism or oh something. god yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh God! So yeah. it's like so they don't even know about Christians because the Bible was banned in a lot of countries. If they don't even know, they didn't have access to that information, and they're not saved. That, but, and that's that's billions of people. So like you gotta think about like <laughs> I, it's, that's I'm white, bro. That's really what I'm saying. That's white. It's Caucasian as hell, bro. Because it's like oh, they really just came over here, took this fucking land, and just said elite. Yo, me and Eddie were talking about this shit like the other night. I was like, we were watching a, like this show, like how far is Tattoo Far, but there's a British version of it that came before the American version. And I was just like, yo, people in Britain really talk like that. Like, that's interesting. And she was, we were basically like, Great Britain is like the grandfather of America. Yeah, and I yeah, know that we were talking about how, how the fuck <clears throat> you go to another country and there's a... U.S. territory, like like a U.S. base, crazy in the country. In the and if country, you're yeah. on that base, yeah, you're in America. Yeah, bitch, I'm in Thailand. Like, crazy. what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> right. Like, that nah, doesn't make any fucking nah, sense. These wild. niggas had the nerve. Yeah. had the nerve. Uh, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm not done with Hawaii. Like. Whole, just thinking oh about what they God. did to Hawaii bro. pisses me off, bro, and it's so crazy. That shit makes me sad. It's crazy because like bro. America be talking shit about England and shit, and be talking shit, but it's like we're literally doing the same thing they're doing, just in a yeah. new way. Yeah, like yeah. they used to call England the uh, country that never suns that the sun never sets because the British yes. Empire, the sun never set on the British Empire. Bro. Yeah, because they had so much territory in other. Hey, turn other up. Parts of the, yeah, I wrote a poem about that shit. That shit pissed me off. Oh God, when I was in seventh grade. Oh my god, so it's like, like they just they really just gave America the blueprint on like how to yeah. conquer mm-hmm. these lands and shit. <clears throat> and America be slick as fuck talking about they just some bases. They not bases. They're not bases. Nah, they're bro. not. But see, that's what makes me like that's why I understand like this goes back to the story because the nigga was on my on oh, my I'm homie's sorry. property. Oh, nah, nah, nah. This it just it, it all correlates. Like 
he was he, I was being nice and I was just letting him know I don't really follow that and you know we we're kind of having a back and forth but it wasn't heated or anything and like my my homie Jay he was sweeping up on the porch you know he lives there and he was just like bro I've heard enough of this shit he was like bro if you don't get the fuck off my porch with this shit bro I done left America fucking three years ago and you back on the he was, like, <laughs> he was just so mad he was like I didn't leave this shit for you to come back over here and try to fucking gentrify the area with your fucking Christianity bro like that nigga was just so done like that nigga walked up he was like I'm sorry y'all have a good day <laughs> Oh, I was like, I wish I would have did that. I was being nice, but you was like, get the fuck out of here. I oh, love God. that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, had to, he had to establish that boundary. I Sorry. love that. Yeah. I love that. Bro, Niggas I, are not ready to hear me about Christianity. That's all I'm going to say. I just don't have tolerance for it, bro. Yeah. It's just like, it's so manipulative in so many ways. It's mm. like, it's so fucked up and like, yeah, it's just manipulative. I don't, I don't. I, I just can't condone manipulation on my people. I fucking hate that shit. Oh like that shit really hurts me to my soul because we are just spiritual sovereign beings, and and it's like there's so many different ways they applied fear mm. to limit you to limit your soul's expansion. Mm. They just put fear in so many different corners. Fear God. God is a jealous God. Like mm. th- like they don't even. Oh my God. That shit don't make it no sense. It makes no it fucking makes no sense. sense. How is God... A jealous God. <sighs> it makes no sense. It, <sighs> okay. it don't. It, right. it really doesn't. It like, makes no sense. And if that's the type of God y'all want to worship... That's that's your perspective. You can I, have it. Bro, but it's like, stop saying, like... Stop judging other people that don't go that route. Stop trying to... Because even all religions... My thing that I don't like about religion in general is the whole... If you're not part of this club, then fuck you. You just uh-huh. gonna be fucking abolished, like yeah. Yeah. sent to hell. Jehovah Witness to- type shit. Mm-hmm. On God, and it's just like, bro, <clears throat> we listening to y'all, we hear y'all, but it's like the facts say this, and like not not even just facts, but history. I'm not. I don't even give a fuck if Jesus is real and if that nigga died for me. That's irrelevant. My nigga, where were you when my people were enslaved? Mm. Don't tell me no bullshit that you just let that shit happen now. Don't tell me no bullshit that that shit was just supposed to be some type of divine lesson. Mm. No, 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 nigga. Mm. Where the fuck were you when they were doing all types of (laughs) sin and crazy shit to my people that still has impact to this day? You You know what they say? What? Free will. (laughs) No, no, get the fuck out of here. But, like, you know what is also worthy of, like, my foot up its ass? (laughs) My foot up its ass. Oh, my God. What a way of putting it. That was so beautiful. That was perfect, though. That was poetic. Like, reparations, nigga. That's Uh where I was going. I seen a TikTok the other day, and it was about, it was this lady who had calculated, like, how much each black person in America would be given in the event that reparations were to occur. The total was over $3 billion. <laughs> oh. And this is only if we take the dates that were given to us in school. Oh, all you think the Emancipation Proclamation, like you think all slaves knew about that shit the day that it went into effect? Like, right, you know what I'm saying? Right, nah, that was 159 was, nah, years nah, ago. That bro, shit, that's not, not how even. that shit work. There's record slaves up till the 50s in America. And, like, that's on record in the 50s. So let's not even talk about the niggas that's not on record. And we be celebrating on God. Like, that's the official day. On God. Mm. That's just the first day they was allowed. <clears throat> they was just telling about it, bro. Mm. I don't like the fact that reparations just seems to be a very big issue. 
yeah. nobody is really like pushing that shit. Yeah. If you were president or whatever the fuck, what reparations would you like? What's your reparations that you would give to the people? And the second thing is, what are you gonna say to the niggas? Like the fucking white people are like, we don't That's owe you money fear. because <clears throat> I, didn't I didn't do, do that. that. I agree. I agree. You look, mm-hmm. bro. Fuck that. We go. We can go deeper than that, nigga. You chose. You chose your lineage for a reason. You connected to something. That's connected to it. You're responsible. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Like I feel like we choose our parents. We choose our lifetimes. Like we choose our bodies and mm-hmm. all that shit. You 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 lined up with that lineage and that ancestral DNA for a reason so mm, okay yeah and it's that's, like that's that's on you maybe you don't realize that that that's and true. what was your first question <clears throat> well like what's your reparations like what oh the people? money resources mm-hmm. clean water why is that such a Bro, why is that yeah. such a, a hard thing for people to get I was saying about the Flint, Michigan shit. That's yeah, what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. But there's even more places in America that do not have clean water. Yeah. Their schools have black mold. My reparations would be rewriting the whole public education system. Letting black people know that we're not all from fucking Africa. Like, <laughs> oh God, fuck, nigga. Oh God. You know how many of us are native to this land? Uh, literally, like, black and indig- indigenous people. Like, yeah. Literally, like that's that needs to be known. People like, need to know that. But I just feel like reparations could go so far beyond money. Stop with this red 40 in the food. Stop with these mm. chemicals. Stop yes. dying the meat pink. Yes. What is the word street. when they, when they, uh, what is the word? <coughs> Criminalizing. Criminalizing. Plant-based medicine. Yeah. <laughs> Stop criminalizing that shit. Crazy. Allow the medicine. Crazy. Allow the medicine corporations to change. Stop mm. suing people who are going out of their way to be bold. But why is it bold as hell to say that shrooms cure depression? They they act like they need scientific discoveries. Niggas, like nigga, oh, what the fuck? I can tell you that. Like, oh God! Like, I can tell you personally through my experience that that's happened. That, that you shit know? is. It's, I just there's so much to it. Like yeah. it just every so every aspect angles. of like stop doing construction, so bro. Stop stop construction. Like, just stop. Yeah, oh, no more building shit. We got we got we, we got, got enough. Nigga. We got enough. Rebuilt the shit that's already oh, fucked oh, up. Oh God. Like, and Stop if, cutting shit. And if you Stop. are, if you if you in any area, knock down some projects in order to build higher income housing. Give those houses back to the people you yes. stole from. Yes, yes, yes. Like yeah, affordable facts. housing is is it's ridiculous out here. Stop letting landlords get away with shit, bro. Yeah, landlords be up. pissing me the fuck off because it's like y'all are just milking it. Y'all are just. Y'all are just charging the fuck out of anything for no reason. Like, why do I pay $2,200 a month to live here and the maintenance men give me a problem every time they come into my unit? And they're coming into my unit once every two weeks. Like, what the fuck, (laughs) nigga? I'll go, ah, nigga, once this apart, once this lease is up, nigga, I'm leaving them a heavily worded Google review. (laughs) Nigga, the fuck, nigga. The fuck, like. Why why, why are are people I know living somewhere that's like $1,200 a month, but they got to move? out because they because they're going up to 16 1700 and why are you like, a lot like it's okay it's okay and then this one thing if your rent is going to be a certain number and you agree to pay that fine but you you as a landlord should not be allowed to raise the price of that rent during that person's lease bro mm. like that shit is insane to yeah, me that, man that's definitely like who the fuck do you think you are bro and these niggas <laughs> think they slick as fuck now niggas i'll be watching your youtube channels talking about how y'all be getting apartments for like and they be getting that shit like a whole complex for like a million dollars and then make back mm. like 20 30 million mm. just off on rent nigga we see y'all 
we see the game. We see how y'all be really just upcharging niggas just for a place to stay. So, place to stay. I feel like that shit's wild. When niggas are profiting crazy amount off of people's, like, needs, like, their actual necessity, food, water, yeah. housing. Yeah. Like, fuck yeah. clothes and all that shit. You really don't need clothes. Like, well, you need basic clothes, but, like, fuck all that shit. I'm talking about, like, basic needs. Like, yeah. if a nigga is upcharging me fucking $20 for a bottle of water, nigga, that's some demonic shit. Like, if niggas... <laughs> that's demonic. Yeah, oh, God. God. If niggas are really upcharging niggas just to live... Yeah, that's, like, that's just like, an analogy or, like, a metaphor for what's actually taking place with, with rape, bro. bro. Reform the fucking prison system, bro. Facts. That is not rehabilitation. That is legalized slavery. That is yeah. slavery for Jeff Bezos. Facts. Y'all sucking capitalist, capitalism's dick, and it's not... <laughs> it's not... It is not... It, it's recognized. And my question to y'all is... How is this shit gonna end? This the system, Babylon, the fucking. You know what's crazy? What you think? Oh God, because I watched the video that was talking about how like Jeff Bezos, oh not Jeff, whoa Jeff, wait whoa Joe Biden, Joe Joe Biden, Biden, I'm tweaking. Joe Biden pretty much announced like New World Order. What the is that? Same, the same day, get this as Will Slap incident. Wait, wait, what wait. Is, how did he? How did he word it? New World Order. That's all shit. That like martial law. Yeah. Well, New World Order is just like concept that we're turning into an age where technology is and AI is going to take like an upper hand. Which I mean, I guess isn't far fetched and isn't like a big news because nigga, the metaverse is here and all that kind of shit. But just for the fact that. He announced it, and this was shit that like, this was shit that niggas would call you a conspiracy, like yeah. over like, oh you're just a conspiracy theorist, like no one believes in that new age shit, and it's like, bro. I wonder how he worded it though. Oh God, yeah. I need to really look into that shit. Yeah, I want to. I want to see like what you saw. A so. new world order. You, you've never heard that. I term? don't understand what that means. Still. Well, it's, see, they bit, but every president kind of hints at it, like they have a, an agenda, like even um, uh, George Bush Senior said that shit. He was like. He was the first to say it. We have a new world order. It's just like, it's just it's just a means of control, but it's it's a secret between them. But they present it, but to people to make it seem like oh, it's we're for the betterment. You. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're definitely like we're telling you, but they present it as if like this is betterment for for the good of the people. And then like and then you get stage nine eleven shit like mm. that. Like it'd be that type of shit. It's a new world order. Like they, yeah, they just they they give executive orders as <laughs> as like American politics or just like the power of america to like infiltrate other places and shit like that with the new world order nigga this shit is crumbling bro yeah Yeah, that's that's what i was about to say like what is what the fuck is going on that we're living in right now like how i wonder i wonder we need like this is the generation where there's going to be actual like superheroes or like robin hood type of niggas Mm. because like someone has to break down the like prison industrial (laughs) system like someone needs to do something and I don't know. To I can't wait to riot on God. Yeah. <laughs> there actually needs to be proper rioting. I feel, bro. What y'all? It's just oh, that's a, that's no. Funny. That off camera. Sorry, that's cute. The Black Lives Matter posters <clears throat> and standing and mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying the little chants is cute. But that shit is not doing shit, bro. Yeah. Them officers are yeah, still free. It took them damn near a year just to incarcerate a motherfucker. Like, niggas aren't talking about other mm. people who are dying, but then they're going to, like, show George Floyd's death on... Like, it's so much, like... We're being manipulated. Like, they're we playing... Are being- 
it's real they're playing y'all niggas like pawns bro they want y'all niggas out there with the signs out there in the capital you know just being peaceful protesting they're going to take a couple of police officers who's mad as fuck release them niggas now they want to start yeah. beefing with protesters yeah creates endangerment dangerous environment some shit breaks out the, mu- the media is going to capture it oh look at the protesters look at the cops look and they's going to make y'all ass mad you going you out there go out there now it's your turn <laughs> oh god <laughs> you finna get you finna get shot up by some crazy white boy who came out there trying to protect his neighborhood yeah, or something. Yeah. Bro, it's just... Yeah, it's just it's, why, like, that's not the... That's it's, not... Oh, God. It's it, not, it's not the, the way to, like, actually create a difference, you know? Oh, God. Well, I mean, do y'all feel like the answer is, is leaving or I like leaving the country community, or build community, build community you, within well you have to yes. start you, within well, for one this is the step by step how we're gonna do this oh God. we're gonna start internally for facts. one That's facts. we're gonna build a foundation internally knowing exactly what it is so if a motherfucker try you nigga you know you're educated you ain't gotta worry if you don't believe me fine fuck you i don't have to help your ass you know what i'm saying right, right. foundation within step one step yes, two without question create community what we've already been doing i met you at one of my events like mm-hmm. you know like shit like camping trip like that's mm-hmm. ideal that's where it needs to go that's what yes, we have to do next together. step three get the fuck up out of here either we fight gain well, capital but, or no. resources okay okay yeah let's do that because yeah. before we leave <laughs> let's <laughs> wait i'm sorry can i just say this go ahead part? go ahead i've been thinking about this i just want that <laughs> Hell nah. Gain capital you and resources within yeah, the community. This is what I was thinking, right? The real reason why niggas are afraid to leave is because they leave, they feel like an individual. If we build an actual community, a community where there's businesses and actual money that's being circulated within the community, it'll be easier for all of us to move. So it's like, for example, if I decide to start up a company and I'm like a, let's say a fashion design company, and then I get niggas in my community to screen print, to embroider. Yeah. I get niggas in my community to model, to uh, fulfill my shipments, and to do all that shit. And people are around me, like, I hire them to work for me. Now we all have money that we're circulating with each other. Like, yes, yes, so yes. So gaining yes. capital yeah. and resources and actually building that circulation of money within the community yes. is big. It is. No, and it's no, like, right. exactly once right. you yeah. have that... You have the world. You can do anything pretty yeah, much. It can bro. grow from there. Literally. Yeah. Because once there. you detach and it's like I'm not I'm not working for the government. I'm not working for a nigga who's part of this government. I'm not working like I'm not getting that type of money. I'm making it all on my own or within yes. within my community. Mm-hmm. Bro, you can just dip. Like go to a different country or stay within the land and just buy a ton of acres and just make sure that shit is protected. Yes. And yes. But yeah. yeah, land is a very crucial part of it. Um, and I think about buying land all the time. And I think it's like, obviously, you can do it on American soil. I personally probably wouldn't just because it's like you can get more, more. You can get more for less, less money outside of the country and yeah. with better soil because we this have we have up. fucked American soil. Amer- right. American soil has has just been fucked, bro. Like I was listening to Sad Gu- Sad Guru had this um, interview on Hot ninety seven, which is dope. I'm glad he actually oh, wow. came to Hot ninety seven, yeah, oh, wow. to do an interview. But he was talking about right. It was like it was a it was a merging of cultures. Uh, <laughs> but I was I was happy to see him talk because he was talking about saving the soil. Like he was like, first we gotta save ourselves, but then we also gotta save our soil. Like this is really important. Uh, we don't have 
have the soil, we don't have nutrients. We don't have, mm. we don't even have like, we don't even have the fruit that we'll be getting from the soil. We don't even have much nutrients anyway. It'll just be like fucking eating water or some shit like, and not even good water. So it's like, he was just saying that's so important. And I, and I always think about like, if I'm going to buy land, it's going to be somewhere outside of the country where the soil isn't fucked. But I mean, it would be, it, it'd be a brave soul it would take a brave soul to like do it here in the country and be like, let me try to do the work here. But I'm, I gotta, I try to question how, how much am I willing to do? I have two points on that. How do you react when people be like, you're gentrifying? When you move to another country? For one, I, I feel like I don't believe in borders. Me neither. I don't believe in boundaries separating us by, cultural that's the white man's pov i don't either i feel like to engage in that and let that be a factor of me going back and forth in my Uh head whether or not i I should do yeah i feel like as long as i am there with pure intentions and looking to create community and build something up based on pure intentions it should be fine like for 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 people to look at like people going to places like costa rica and mexico and things mm-hmm. like i can understand if you buying the block yes. knocking a shit down yes. and building new, yes. yeah or or yeah shit like that Which, i understand that yeah. but that's not pure intentions you yeah. know it's a difference no it's a yeah. difference because this is all bro, we're inhabitants of earth yeah there's no, we are of there's no earth. we're of earth the bro, only like, thing that we can no call difference. ourselves is either being or earthling American don't exist. American don't exist. African don't exist. It doesn't fucking. I think what gentrifying really is is when someone knocks down (laughs) someone's culture or like their habitat and pretty much builds something of theirs on top of Mm -hmm. it for ill will. Mm -hmm. Mm. Honestly, just just yeah, just in general, because like you're gonna knock some shit down. Like, and you don't have the real permission, not just, oh, I bought this land. Like, the actual permission of, like, the people. Yeah, then that shit is just fucked up. Yeah. I agree. And my second point, my second point. If we use the dollar, nigga, take that shit out of the bank accounts. Close them shits. Yeah. yeah. Burn the social security card, because I will not be using that shit anymore. That shit don't even exist. Yeah. You know, like, nigga, cash, if we are going to not barter (laughs) for goods and services. This is the fucked up part, because I was thinking about this shit. I was thinking about this shit, and it's like, we're kind of getting at the age where change is inevitable here we going with the growing pains again because i was thinking about yeah i was thinking about like technology and shit and how we're really like advancing with technology it's going to get crazy it's going yeah. to get to a point where yeah. niggas just plugged in pretty much is like how much are you willing to be a part of you know the second coming of the mm-hmm. internet yeah you know what i'm saying because it's like we could use this to our advantage like i was really looking into nfts and like what they're really trying to use it for and it's like they're making games to where you don't even have to design a game you could just design clothes within the game and actually make money because people are going to buy these garments like real pieces of clothes mm-hmm. for their avatars or weapons or power-ups or like whatever the fuck you trying to sell and shit and you can also buy land and there's a lot of shit you can do on the metaverse but i'm saying all that to say like when it comes to currency crypto is probably going to be the way you can be independently like you can be independent from the government and still have 
money mm. like a, a lot of money like you don't ha- they're not going to come for you for having a crypto account because everyone has everyone's oh, so going to have are you it. saying like having the u.s dollar they can still like they can still manage it or they can still just like control your funds is that what you're saying Man, i feel like i mean pro- technically i feel like they shouldn't but they probably can because if you're building a community of black people i don't want it to be on no fucking Black Wall Street, where they're going to bomb us, or they can easily just hack our accounts. I get what you're like, saying. Yeah. That makes sense. Like, if you are starting your own community, I guess you want to start your own currency, you know, or have your own currency, like yeah. something that's more financially free or like financially liberated or separate from the system. Facts. Which is it goes back to you saying take your money out the banks and shit like that. So it's like it's the same thing, you know. But yeah, uh, so much to talk about. Like, yeah, we went. I think it went full circle. We I think this is China. great, though. Yeah, it yeah. went phenomenally. It, it did. It did. It went exactly we, how it needed to go. Like <laughs> change, change is the only constant. Change that's is yeah. the it. Constant. It's the yes. only constant. Yes, that that yeah. That's, that's beautiful, bro. That's beautiful. That goes. That's fucking beautiful, bro. That's, that's the thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed. Um. Be sure to get out there, build community. Um, join my master class. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> to build community. It can help. It can help. Oh somewhere. Oh it, can, it, 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 it correlates. Oh God. Like, oh God. Um, but other than that, be sure to check the description box to follow all these beautiful brown people that we've had in this episode. And you guys will see me next week. And now for the Flow Network.